Hello there. I'm Kellek. Oma. Cecily. Zika. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all made it to the basin. After narrowly avoiding a scammer on the outskirts who was going to depart you of some gold, um, you were able to make your way to an inn where you discovered a number of sentinels from the Iron Light Collective were also being housed there. You all ended up going upstairs, having some conversations. Thessaly, you summoned a spider steed and with the help of Kellick, sent him off to retrieve Nalfane. Oma and Seeker fell right asleep, and after a conversation with Zorkal, Flynn was able to find the teleportation circle back to Hayfried's void, but before that, fell asleep in Zorkal's arms as he took you back to bed. (laughs) Flynn, you are in the midst of what was a pleasant dream, now a nightmare. As this creature in front of you, eyes receding back, looks at you, a chill goes up your spine. As this humanoid figure then proceeds back and their body becomes dark, their limbs elongate, their face becomes shadow as a toothy smile comes across this creature's face. All of a sudden, you are in a small room. You see this shadow creature looming over you. And it smiles wide. And it reaches its long finger out and taps you on the forehead. <clears throat> you feel a surge of this necrotic energy go throughout your body. (laughs) And as you do, you feel strong. You feel powerful. And you level up. (laughs) Uh, And as you do, you almost become consumed with this, this power. It almost becomes overwhelming as you sort of lose concentration and you forget that you're sleeping. And you almost feel that you lose control of yourself for a moment. Seeker. Hi. You are asleep. Yes. Happily. You are dreaming of the drow city, all the things that you saw. And as you are, are dreaming it, it's almost this this amalgamation of different cities that you've been to. Although you look around and they're all in the Underdark, you pass a building that is very clearly one that you saw in the Underdark. Then the next building over is one that you had seen in Marstock. Almost like this strange collage of cities that you're walking through. 
But as you're walking through them, you get to the center. And in the center is a temple to Lauris. You walk in. And as you do, you look around and you see it is completely empty. What would you like to do? I would like to walk in through the the atrium and the the main pillars and look at them as I I want to kind of slowly walk past them and are any of the symbols of the schools of magic alit or are they innate, innate? like what 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 do I do I see anything active as you are walking past each of these, you see that none of them are lit. But then you pass one set, and they light up. Mm. You pass another set, and they light up. As you keep walking in, almost in reaction to you, they light. I'll keep walking. Okay. Yeah. You get to the front of the temple, and you see what you recognize carved out in the stone of the temple in the very front is a totem wood shining almost like this glossy outer coating the purple paint freshly painted what would you like to do? Uh, I will um, kind of look up where are you? Where am I? And I will bend down and pick up the totem, inspect it, open, twist the twist the top, and set it back down. Okay. And as you do, seemingly from out of nowhere, another creature steps in and quickly closes the totem and looks to you curiously. You look to them and you see a elven man with long dark hair and he's in the robes of Lauris and he looks to you. What are you doing? Well, you think you can come in here and do this? What is this? And as he sort of does a, a 360 around you. He, he walks around you and he sort of starts poking at your cloak and sort of lifting it up to reveal your belt with all of your components and trinkets. What, you think you can come back here? Why not? Of course. This is not what a follower of Lauris does. Look at these things. You think you can steal from people and come back here and be welcomed? Hmm. Why not? Who do you think you are? You no longer belong here. I think I do belong here. Look at yourself. As the elven creature, the vis- visage begins to warp and almost like a ripple in a pond begins to change. The ears become shorter, the hair falls away, and you are now staring at yourself. What do you want? Now I'm going to ask, and I think you get where I'm going with this, just some some possible doubts that are coming up. I would love to have you do a back and forth. 
Uh, so I said, what do you want? Um, what do you want? I'm just trying to figure this out. Trying to figure out who I am. You look scared. And I don't think you belong here. I don't think we want you here. I don't think you're allowed to be here. Mm, maybe you're right. I lost my way. It's just, just trying to just trying to protect myself however I could. And I found other ways to to the magics of the world. Why? Why can't I be here? I I should be able to be here. My family, those people, they've done so many things in the name of Laris that were wrong. Yet they still are allowed here. I belong here. Hmm. You think you belong? Huh? What do you know? You're a scared boy. You always have been and you always will be. You don't deserve this. At that, I'll take a small step back and shrink a little bit. <sighs> yes, but even with that fear, I keep going. And I, I stand for something now. I believe in more. I do belong here. You don't belong here. And as the words come out of your mouth, the you that stands before you <laughs> himself begins to shrink a little bit. And the eyes go wide, space out, and almost as if your eyes are beginning to lose focus. Just on the creature in front of you, they become blurry and hazy as you hear cracks. As you turn around and you can see the pillars behind you beginning to crack and crumble around you as the entire structure around you begins to crack and crumble as, as these massive um, boulders of granite begin to fall from the ceiling as the entire building collapses in on itself. And all you can see now, looking around, is this vast emptiness of space. You see thousands of stars all around you. But even closer than those stars, you see this waving purple energy, almost like the flowing of a river around you as you float there in space. And this river of purple energy begins to circle in closer and closer and closer towards you. As you reach your hand out, you can see the purple energy just flows over your fingers and you level up. Hey. Mm. Hey. Nestle. Huh? Uh oh. Oh no. You are asleep. Yeah. And <clears throat> your dreams and and the lucidness of them begin to shift as your mind is is thinking about everything that's happened in the past 24 hours. Um but but then your mind begins to focus in and your dream sort of solidifies a little bit more. And you look around and 
you are standing in a fiery lake of lava. Mm -hmm. As you look around, you can see these floating rocks in the lake. And it appears that you are truly in a hellscape. Oh, okay. (laughs) What would you like to do? Ooh. Hmm. All right. It's hot and it's, um, uh, do I see like a path in the lava? Like, is there, can I walk forward if there's lava everywhere? There are these, these sort of stones that are floating around in the lava. You would probably just be able to hop from one to the next. I, I will start to move forward and carefully hop, remembering the last time I got burned by lava and it hurt real bad. Okay. You begin to hop one by one. And the first couple, as you land, you sort of have to get your balance as you fear that they might tip over. But after the first few, you're able to get your balance. And before long, you hit this shoreline in the lake of lava. And it's just like a wide open shoreline. Just a wide any, open shoreline. Any structures, any, anything that seems significant or, or different from just the... As you're looking around, the only thing that is sort of moving as you're looking around you look up and you see this red cloudy sky and sort of up in the clouds you see creatures flying around almost like a swarm but then you look to the front of the swarm and you see that it actually looks like they're chasing something ooh what are they chasing <laughs> As you look up, just through this this fog cloud up in the sky, you can see the swarm. And as, as they fly, you can just barely catch red leathery wings flap out every once in a while. But at the very beginning, you see the creature that they're chasing. You see white feathers mm. fly out of the clouds. I, I, I want to run forward and I... Gosh, I don't have a way to, to get in the air. Um... Right. <laughs> um, mm, like how, like if I'm looking up at them, how far, like how about if I could try to judge the distance? Probably about a quarter mile. A quarter mile. Oh, okay, I'm. Damn it. Um, I'm just gonna call out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell out who I think that is. I'm gonna yell, Ayana, Ayana. As they swoop down, you can see the face of Ayana, the the pale porcelain with the black eyes and black lips, and you can see the regal golden armor, almost impossibly pristine, um, as Ayana looks down at you and they yell out, help, please, as you look up still about a quarter mile up in the air. And I... They're still in the air, and is there like is there a hill or a or a a way for me to get in the air or closer? There are there are some some hills that sort of come up into these jagged mountains. You might be able to get a little bit closer. Okay, I want to try. I want to try. Okay, you run over to one of these jagged mountains, and it very quickly becomes very steep. Um, and at a certain point, you just can't dig your feet in anymore or or get any higher. What would you like to do? I'm thinking back. 
to the time in the void when I was really mad and right after Hayfried had given me new weapons and I was told that fiery wings appeared behind me for just a small moment. And I'm just gonna start to think really hard and I'm I'm gonna just mutter to myself, come on, Fenrock, come, give me give me one thing. Let me let me save them. And I'm okay. just gonna concentrate. And as you concentrate, that um, that silvery glow that you are familiar with that emanates from your chest and your heart begins to pulse. And with each pulse, boom, two stars appear at your <gasps> shoulders. Boom, two at your shoulder blades. Boom, to extend out from your shoulder blades. Boom, boom, boom. As these stars extend out and almost create a constellation of wings behind you. As these starry wings appear on your back. I want to test them out. Can I fly? Okay. You can feel almost like a, a second nature. Almost like if you had just grown another pair of arms. You know exactly what to do with them as you extend them out. And as you extend them out, you can just see the tips of each of your wings bathed in this silvery starlight. Um, as you flap them once, twice, you take to the air. I take to the air and I'm going for the things that are attacking Ayana okay. immediately. All right. You immediately fly up. Um, are you heading towards the ones closest to Ayana? Yes. Okay. Yes. And as you do, you get closer and closer. Um, you see these red demon-like creatures, this leathery red skin. You can see um, these just really ugly, like wide, really wide faces with wide mouths, yellow teeth coming out, small horns coming off the top of their heads, wings. Um, So as you fly up, what exactly are you doing? Um, I'm hoping my swords are with me. They are. Taking two swings. Okay. Um, The one closest to Ayana, make two attacks. Okay. Okay. That's fun. Um, so that is a, a 23 for the long sword and then a 25 for the short sword. Those both hit? Yeah. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, Let's roll go. your damage. Damage. 23 and 25. Ow, ow. You're always super powerful in your dreams. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Does someone have a D6? Rogue. Of course. Rogue. <laughs> Got you, boo. Okay. Six. So six slashing damage total, and then... On the first one? Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what am I doing? Okay, so this one... <laughs> Sorry. Breathe. breathe. <sighs> Eight slashing damage, six on my... Because I automatically get a divine smite now, and then six fire damage. I'm sorry, what is that total? Oh, my God. I Okay, hold on. Can't do that. Two, eight. Kind of, basically. Um, and 14, 20 points. So 20 points on the first attack? Yes, on the first attack. Okay. Um, you swing up and using the momentum of your flight, um, you swing upward and completely lob off the head of one of these, one of these oh flying gosh. creatures. Hell yeah. Nice. Okay. Yes, you do. The short sword is 18. 18. <laughs> okay. Um, and with the second attack, um, you swing around and your sword buries itself into one of the wings of the other creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other creatures doesn't kill it, but it does damage its wing enough to where it sort of spirals off and lands and hits the ground um, pretty far away from where you guys are at. Cool. 
All right. Very cool. A few of these creatures are going to fly up and attempt to swarm you. Okay. Are any of them going for Ayana now? Not not these two that okay. are coming towards okay. you. That is going to be an 18 to hit on the first one. That hits. Okay, so one of these creatures comes up and just barely grabs onto you and reels their head back and their jaw unhinges as they sink their teeth oh. into you. Oh. Nope. Mm. Dealing. Snap, snap. Five points of piercing damage. Okay. And the second one flies up to you and attempts to grab onto you as well. That's going to be a nine to hit. No, no. So it just flies right past you. Its momentum is too great. Ayana turns around. Oh. Now using sort of the, the stopped momentum now that these, these demon creatures are no longer in full pursuit is going to turn around. They themselves take out two swords. Not flaming like yours, mm. but two swords nonetheless. Still cool though. Twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> they, they take them and in their hands almost out wide, creating this T before slamming them together <gasps> in front of them, creating this massive beam of divine energy oh, that whoa, shoots what? forward and blasts through <laughs> 10 of these creatures. What? 10? 10? How many were chasing them? Um, it looked to be about 20. Oh, okay. So taking out almost half of them, they're gonna deal. Sheesh. Teach that to Vessel. <laughs> Please? Can I have that? That's a cool move. Give me that. 35 points of radiant damage Jeez. to each of them. As each of them, done. to each of them. And as they are all, all 10 of them are caught in this beam, they just let out this shriek before being disintegrated. Nice. Whoa. And as they're disintegrated, Thessaly just, just, Faintly, in your head, you hear a door open. It's almost that sensation where you're dreaming and you're you're sort of dreaming and not dreaming where you're actually hearing something outside of the dream that is then making its way into the dream. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. I turn my head, like, trying to discern what's going on. This noise is not from within your dream as you hear oh no creaking of wood <gasps> from outside of your dream Does this as ayana then snaps you back we have just a couple more just um please i'll explain everything i i so you now at this point have the choice to wake yeah. up or to continue helping ayana can i ask, can I ask uh, one quick question for yeah, maybe yeah, a yeah. little clarification yeah the the creaking of wood, if I could try to discern, is it like the sound of an opening door or footsteps, or does it sound like... It sounded like a door opening and footsteps on wood. <laughs> no! Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> this job. <laughs> and and Oma and I fell asleep in the same making, room, right? As mm-hmm. you're making this decision... You do see swarming another maybe 30 of these creatures approaching you and Ayana. I look to Ayana. I say, someone else needs me. I will find you. 
I will find you. And I'm going to try to wake up. No way! You try and wake up. And as you do, you just see the door to your room close. (gasps) The door to, like... The, The room that you and Olma had. As I wake up? As you wake up, the door closes. Is Olma next to me? You look down, Olma's next to you. I'm gonna run and open the door, see who, what the heck that was. You look down one end of the hallway, down the other. You don't see anyone. I like bite the inside of my cheek really, really hard. And I'm really angry with myself. And I go, I go back to the bed. And I try not to sit down too hard because if it's a trundle bed, then that would probably wake Oma up yeah. also. <laughs> and I'm just like, he said there's slats in the room. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to look out and see if I can like focus on a, on a connection on t- to Ayana maybe. Okay. Through Fenra. I know I don't talk to Fenra a lot, but I just kind of try to reach out to see if they're, they're okay. Or if I, I really messed up just now. Okay. I'm going to make a roll. Okay. As you are looking out through these slats, you can look out and you can see sort of the the starlight outside. And you don't feel any connection. You don't really feel anything. Mm. And frustrated, you sit back down on the bed as starry wings wrap around you. Uh. What? Uh. As it appears you have kept something. Let's go. And you level up. Uh, what? Do I, do I have them like all the time now? You can, or you can dismiss them. <gasps> I I would say that for the, did I wake up like early morning then? Like am I up earlier than um, Olma yes, would this, be? This is, this is about, if you are looking to take a long rest, this is maybe three quarters of the way through your long rest. Okay. I will try to go back to sleep, I guess. I will dismiss the Okay. Okay. And as I try to go back to sleep, I'm just thinking the whole time, like, send me back there. Send me back. Mm. I can do it. I can fix it. Okay. And I try to go back to sleep. All right. Who's opening my door? Who's invading my privacy? (laughs) 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 Oma. No. With you, no, with, with you we're gonna no. with you we're gonna do something a, a little bit different. I would love if you are open to it. Um, knowing the experiences that Olma's had in the past couple of days, mm-hmm. what's Olma dreaming about? <laughs> a really big squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Um, experiencing everything that Olma has experienced. Um, gosh, you know. Oma is actually um, dreaming about the Beholder, and I'm I'm dreaming about um, uh, how there are abominations and things that exist in the world that are unfathomable, and like if that exists, what else exists? And um, You know, she's like, every time she dreams about it, she dreams about 
the monastery and like ha- trying to harness key and and try and like ev- everybody who was there and they s- keep switching back between like them and the beholder and then them and the beholder and and it, it, it's just like a jumble of nonsense and and she can't she, I'm not I'm not able to like discern any of it okay All of these thoughts racing through your head and you can't even really place one until you start to think of the monastery again and sort of that that connection and you start to think of meditation Mm -hmm. that you used to do. And while not necessarily meditating, you know how to sort of calm yourself down. Mm -hmm. And even in your sleep and even in your dreams, you're sort of, you've got these almost, these these things that you are able to repeat to yourself mm-hmm. and, and calm yourself down. And then your dream settles on one thing, which is the beholder's lair. Mm-hmm. And you dream that you're standing in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. You look around, you see the cages that were hanging there. You don't see anyone in them. You don't see any bodies, any decaying bodies or anything, but you are alone in this room. As the yellow lights mm. turn red once mm. more. And you can see from down the hallway, mm. the shadow through the red that comes down the hallway. As this massive eye opens, you can see the other eye stalks, the tentacles come out. And as this huge mouth on the front of the beholder opens up, it appears that someone has disturbed my lunch. Oma, what are you doing here? Are you okay? You don't look very good. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> and how, does that how does that make you feel? Are you <laughs> You're a monster. Yes, but that's not an answer to my question. How does it make you feel? Well, like are there more of you? Or like just you? I actually don't know. I I know what you know. Ah, <laughs> it's no help at all. I don't know anything. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I don't want to see any more of you guys. Well, there might be a day that you have to see more of us. And we might be eating people, we might not be eating people. I don't know. What are you going to do about it? I mean, I, I, I guess help people? I would say that that's a pretty good start. Yeah? But even if that means that, like... You die. Well, I was going to kill a lot of other people. So, I mean, what's the math on that? (laughs) Like, do you have a brain? Like, could you do good if you wanted to? Or could you not do good like ever? I think so. But, I mean, looking at me, I look pretty evil. So, who's to say? Yeah... So you're saying sometimes, like, if if things are, like, just evil, 
Like there's some things that exist in this world who are just evil and can't ever do good. And it's okay to get rid of those things. What I'm saying is just because you kill something doesn't mean that you are inherently evil. Yeah. But then just because you kill things doesn't mean that you're inherently evil. It's so confusing. Do you understand why it's so confusing? I know. It's it's difficult. So like, is it like if you just kill people and things for no reason just because you want to? That's what makes you evil? I would say that that's pretty bad, yes. But I'm also a giant eye, so what do I know? Yeah, I'm spooky eyeball. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not bad then. And I'm not evil because I, I can do good and I, and I don't just kill to kill. I would say so. Yeah. What actions we take are a clear indication of our motivations, but are not one for one. You sound like Xavier now. And Kellic. In fact, everybody sounds like you. Everybody who does magic and thinks that they know more than everybody else because they've been around for so long and they all talk in these big lofty ways like, oh, you're good to put that to be dead. Why can't anybody ever just also be confused? I think everybody's confused all the time. I don't think anybody ever knows what they're doing. Yeah? I think, maybe, over time, people just learn to hide it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. I capture people and then I eat them. I mean, that's just just what I do. But why do I do it? Well, because you're evil. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. Okay. (laughs) Well, like, what now? You're just going to be an evil thing who is giving me a lot of wisdom in my dreams? Are you my conscience? I don't want an evil conscience. It's kind of bad, right? That makes me evil, no? Does that make me like Flint with a monster in my head? These are questions that I... I cannot even begin to answer. Yeah, okay. Everybody's confused and nobody knows what they're doing and they just pretend like they know what they're doing all the time. Pretty much. And you're only bad if you do things because you want to do bad things. And as long as you're trying to do good and you're trying to make choices, it's the choices you make that make you who you are. That sounds good to me. Okay. I guess I'll think about that then. So will I. I'm sorry I burned you with a bunch of lightning. Oh, that's okay. I'm over it. Yeah, your eye stalks like exploded everywhere. I know, it was messy. But I feel like we're both in a much better place now. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll just stay here in your lair. Can I get out? Uh, yeah. The exit is right down that way. Okay. Goodbye, then. Goodbye. I walk towards the exit. Okay, you walk towards the exit. (laughs) And as you walk towards the exit and there's a door there, you put your hand on the door, you level up. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Hey! Hey! Yay! (laughs) Kellick. You go to sleep, but 
Boy, does it not feel like sleep. Yeah. You open your eyes, and immediately you feel the warmth of a small room. You feel wood slats underneath your feet. You see a fireplace ahead of you. You see two large leather chairs. Oh. And you start to hear two voices. No, I don't think that I I see you see, if if we go down that road, then there's some dangerous shit that's gonna be coming up later. But I I I just I really feel like we need to help these people. And if we take action, then there's No, but the action that you're talking about is just not even gonna it it's it's a non starter. We're just not even gonna as they both turn to you. Oh, okay, okay. Do you, do you mind keeping it down? I'm trying to a little bit of rest here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, my apologies. Wait. I, l- I look for where my bed was. <laughs> I was sleeping. Oh. Oh. Uh, how are you? Is this... Is... Are all the gods' domains like this, or are you... And I looked at Vermeer. Are you crashing his sort of party here? Um, n- no, this is, well, I don't really have my space anymore. Oh, um, is this? Did he remodel? Um, uh, destroyed and built anew is what I would classify it as. I. Hey, we don't need to get into the semantics. It, this is, I like this. It's a nice little cozy, and you got the fireplace, and. Hey, Zachriel. Long time no see. Glad, glad for that. By the way. Oh yeah. Being alive, no. I am alive, aren't I? Oh yes. Nobody assassinated me. I don't know. Me did you? Now. Did you call him here? I didn't do. No, I didn't call. I. It might just be our heightened emotions in this conversation I, because I you will this not. This is progress, though. I'm. I'm thrilled to see you both here. <laughs> Well, it's it's a lot of back and forth, and sometimes people just won't listen to ideas. But we're trying to push forward. I'm, so, like, I'm amazed that you've taken the. No offense, just you, you don't always voice your ideas. Usually, there's some parson to do. So I I'm, I think it's good that you're taking the time to tell him directly what you, your idea is. Well, I mean, I don't have as much of an option now because. Right. I don't have the power that I used to, but we're, we're trying to move forward. How is... Hmm. I have so many questions, but I'm going to try to stay focused here. Gosh. Hmm. Wow. Uh, before I forget, we, we could circle back to one million other things, but uh, Zachary, or maybe Khmer. <laughs> For a moment, I just grim. I'm just so happy to see them. Do any of you know um, where Ayana is? Um, I um, I apologize. I don't. I'm not familiar with that name. Uh, um, Ayana. I I haven't seen them in some time. Um, a, a friend of mine uh is searching for them. Uh, she saw them in. Her dream, and they were getting devoured by some uh, d- 
demons and then, uh, well, she may have killed you in effigy, Dacryl, as a result. Um, and so I was just wondering, seeing as... Zachriel sort of <laughs> looks at himself and does like a quick pat down. <laughs> seeing as sometimes these things can be a bit uh, layered, I just thought I'd ask you directly. I, I honestly thought it was going to be a lot harder to get an audience. I'm glad to be here. Um, unfortunately, I mean, when ties were severed, our connection to the angels was also severed. Um, I, I can attempt to reach out, but I've done so in the past and it hasn't been fruitful. Are they not um, up here with you in some way? It's always been unclear to me where they went after the war. Um, after the war, some returned to a higher state of, of being, um, and some decided to spend more of their time in the material plane. Um, they are a difficult type of creature to really nail down. Um, although their their motivations are very linear, they're very much set on their goals. It is more and more difficult to make contact with them once ties have been severed. I see. I'm sorry to hear that. So no idea where I could start to look at this uh, I mean, what was, important. what was the dream? Possibly I could pinpoint a location? Demon, I, I can only relay what was relayed to me. Some kind of demon creatures chasing them and uh, tearing them apart, I, I think. Something like that. And then uh, afterward, the uh, you and your friends, Zachariel, were quite mean, apparently, to my friend, and so... Well, on the behalf killed. of me and my friends, I would uh, like to apologize. Well, I'm so glad to hear it. I told her that that would be your <laughs> response, that or that, it, that it didn't seem like something you would... Anyway, uh, does that, that doesn't clear anything up, does it? Not as much as I would have hoped. Uh, So back to the other million things, then. Yes, there's so that is a disappointment. So many things to discuss. I and I know, uh, I get the feeling I have a limited time here. How do you feel about what's going on with the war? Are you moving on that at all, Zachariel, or are you content to let this play out? It's it's difficult. Um, what I keep trying to explain to your friend here is that. It's it's a complicated war, and we're trying to to come up with. I mean, it's been thirty years. We're still new to this, and we're we're trying to figure out where that line is of of telling people what they got to do and what they can't do. And it's it's a difficult process. I trust me. If it were up to me, I would be saying, "Hey, everyone, you know, do whatever you want to do," but. It appears that what everyone wants to do is keep fighting with each other. I mean, it just—it seems like we're just going around in circles here, and I'm—I'm I'm a little bit at a loss. Do they uh, pray to you often? Do you find? Or I was recently debating this genasi about whether or not it was really religiously motivated, because it doesn't make having met both of you now. 
it doesn't seem like either you want us to be killing each other. So, how much are the people making these decisions uh, seeking your counsel? Um, I mean, it's, it's more and more every day that people are reaching out and seeking my counsel and more and more it's it's more difficult to reach back out um it's a difficult thing to balance when one person reaches out and prays for one thing and then another person reaches out and prays for another thing and then i have to balance within those two which is the one that i decide to go with and is it even fair for me to decide in the first place I mean, we're here. We exist. We can't tell people to stop believing in us. Well, didn't you have some sense of what that would be when you took this from her? No, they didn't have the foresight. Hmm. I sort of look like, like, look exactly like, do you, you, you hear what she say? <laughs> like, give like a knowing look. We had, there was, um, when we, it's it's a complicated process, and it didn't involve any sort of dark rituals, did it? Seas in this space? <sighs> not, probably not in the way that you're thinking. Like the ones that Artemisia used to steal the light from Vermeer, for example. Oh, now I have some things to say about that. <laughs> you do. <laughs> um, that was completely unauthorized. I did not approve of that one single bit. I know, I know. And I have been trying my hardest to take my power back, but there is a wall in place. There is something stopping me, and it frustrates me to no end. I, I imagine so. I... Uh, there's just a moment where the, there's a look in my face that I'm literally like I'm talking to a god <laughs> for lack of a better way of expressing it I'm just like uh, 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 an out of body out of body out of body experience <laughs> this I it did this, happen to Laris a few ages ago but well I'm going to stop her somehow uh you have my word on that. Okay. I... That would be amazing. Um, I don't have much power left, so anytime someone like that continues to poison the well, it only f- throws me further from my pedestal. Where are you residing now, if not here? How does that work? It's sort of spending my time here and there. It's part-time in both places. It's it's complicated. Can you not add a chair? <laughs> Zachary? <sighs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm in- incredibly <laughs> rude of me. As he snaps his fingers and a chair appears behind you. <laughs> I sit down. It, I, I can't help but wonder. Why not get Lauris in here as well? Why not? Can can we have uh, oh, the rest of them? Oh, they are not invited. To this party. I see, of course. Well, why not? Well, I mean, you see how difficult it is working with 
this one over here. Um, <laughs> sure. And I am not going to invite, um, frankly, the people who we kicked out for not doing a very satisfactory job in the first place, all to come in here and try and sort of snake their way back in. And I'm not even going to open the door. Well, but it might account for your inexperience, right? Maybe the, <laughs> the new folks coming in. Oh. Can uh, learn from the wisdom of the old ones, but the new ones still well, retain their the agency. Old ones. Oh my! Okay. Listen, I <laughs> I have witnessed the, your failures on both ends, but I still believe in you. And it was a good save. The start of that sentence did not start very well, but then you saved it at the end. <laughs> I sort of tip my tip my head to him. I I exist right now to demonstrate your ability to to do this right. The people I'm fighting they want you destroyed and gone. They'd rather do it all themselves or rather have the outcast above you as one leader. But even then I think they plan on destroying him. I'd like to be able to prove them wrong. Um, so, whatever you can do to bridge these gaps, to find these compromises, I, how extreme is the action that Famir is suggesting? What I mean, what she's suggesting is basically going back to the way things were. And in that situation, no one has control over anything that they do. It's basically direct control from the gods over the people and fundamentally I think that that is an incorrect way to live I don't want to be telling people from this pedestal up here exactly what to be doing every day of their lives that's just not fair is that true for me or is that what you're suggesting it's not he makes it sound so extreme I think that we have a responsibility from a position of power to guide the hands of events that happen for the greater good. If things that are objectively evil are going to be happening down there, I think it is our responsibility coming from a position of power to intervene on those things. Yeah, well, it's a little bit too much of an intervening when you send someone to, uh, I don't know, uh, destroy some evil, and then that person levels a town. Do you think that that is, is, you know, fair? Do you think that that is an equal trade-off? That was... Sometimes, in order for evil to be snuffed out, great actions need to be taken. And I'm sure Kellogg will agree with me. Well, certainly recent history has shown me that no matter my level of uh, what I think is power and control uh, and goodwill, there are casualties, unavoidable ones. Absolutely. But I, I do think that, well, I think for you to decide that yourself, uh, as gods, um, maybe part of the problem. How do we? How to? How do people know to trust your judgment? I suppose when there is such fallout 
Exactly. Exactly what I'm saying. Right, but Zachriel, sometimes it seems like you're not doing anything. And then it's like, people are dying on your watch while you do nothing. Yes, see, we have to do something. Well, I have a bit of a... Potentially outrageous suggestion, but maybe it'll lead... You know, I think if you speak your ideas out loud, then sometimes you find the better version. You've given me power to represent you. And the both of you so far have let me use it however I wish. Because you're putting that faith in me. What if you put your faith in... Are the people of Elbor? Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> what an idea. Oh, I am trusting people. <laughs> Kellogg, I'm sure you've seen what people can do when given even an ounce of power. Yes, I don't think that his power, or let alone both of our power is something that we should be just giving out freely. Yes, you are someone who I have bestowed trust into and continue to trust as my power recedes. I am forced to take it away from some, but you are one that I have continued to put my trust in. Um, but well, as I'm sure you've seen... A good, for a bit, you did. For a little while there, it seems you were content to give your power to others. And not me. So, I had to make certain choices, yes. Kellogg. And and I forgive you for that, Mayor. I do. Ooh, Ooh nice. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. As he, gave, he reaches up to give you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I, I I like actively don't acknowledge the high five. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Um. Ooh. I. Let us continue this discussion. Um, Kellick, you have brought up a number of, of very good points. Um, it's, it's only that the stakes are so high. Sometimes I don't know what to say when people ask why you should exist. And if the people who want to destroy you are willing to give up innumerable lives to do so, which seems to be the case with these Red Wolf people, then... Well, it's the same as the war. It's uh, fighting to preserve an idea. And letting everyone die as a result. That's uh, the point. Unless the idea is good for everyone. Something important that I think everyone should realize, not just the gods is that sometimes you just have to make decisions that aren't good for everyone. But that being said, I think one thing that both of us can agree on is that you are creating a space for us to create that. And if my colleague here will allow, I think I would be comfortable putting a little bit more trust into you. Yeah, I mean, 
he's been doing pretty good so far. All right. Zachary walks up to your right side mm. and he puts one hand on your shoulder, one hand on your bicep. And Famir walks up to you, takes your right hand and sort of your hand is facing down and she gently... As she touches my hand, chills on my, on my arm. As your hand is facing down and she slowly turns it over, revealing the gold um, necklace mm. inlaid in your hand. And she just takes sort of her middle finger and and traces along those edges. As you can feel the warmth glow, you can feel the embers start to singe off of your arm as the skin begins to, to burn away even more. And your arm begins to glow orange. And then the tips of your fingers coming down to about the second knuckle begin to glow white and then fade and transition into your skin once more. As you feel the room around you fade away. Mm. And you level up. And with that, the actually evening comes to all of you as you all wake up from your sleep. Did I hear any doors open while I was sleeping? You did not. No. I did not. Mm-hmm. When I wake up, I'm still clutching everything. You still have your bag in your arms? Yes. Okay. And as you sort of move it around, this is not a bag of holding or anything. This, no. this is just the backpack. Mm-hmm. And you sort of shift it around. It feels about, I mean, for the hodgepodge of items that were in there, it feels about the same way. You can sort of feel the corners of some of the same mm-hmm. items in there. Um, doesn't feel like anything was removed from the bag. Cool. And all my stuff still looks like it's here. Yeah. Okay. How much of a pat down do you want to do of yourself? I mean, just a general. Just a general look just around? Just a general look Okay, around. make an investigation check. Nine. A nine. Um, you seem to have everything there. Most of your focus is on the bag, mm-hmm. um, and you're sort of going through. Oh yeah, um, I want to. It seems like everything bag. is there. I yeah. want to open up that bag. As, like basically, I'm going to wake up. I'm going <sighs> to. And then I look down at the bag I'm holding, and I'm going to meticulously take everything out and look at it. Okay. One by one. All right. Um, and as well as on that investigation check, like nothing hurts. You don't feel yeah. any injury. You don't feel like anything like that. Um, okay. Is Lilin 3 looking okay? Yes. Looking un- undisturbed? Almost, almost using the memory crystal as a pillow. Yeah. Sort of Aww. laying her face onto it. Okay. I'm just going to sort of give a general check to see if the, the chair is moved as up against the door or anything like that. Um, looking around, everything seems to be in the exact same spot. Okay. Uh, as soon as I got up, I would have gone downstairs and outside and just done, um, some calisthenics, some push-ups, sit-ups, some <laughs> squats. Okay. Um, yeah. Getting fit. I like it. <laughs> when I wake up, I want to see if the necklace that Seeker gave me is still around my neck. Um, you immediately pull the... Okay. String out. It is there. I'm going to inspect the room very carefully. <laughs> what are you looking for, Thessaly? And I'm like digging, digging, digging. Make an investigation oh check. An you investigation can, check? Yeah, yeah. You can you can continue on with that thought. All right, all right. Oma, did anyone 
did you hear anything in the middle of the night? Anything go bump? No. Oh, crap. <laughs> no, I didn't hear anything. I was sleeping. Did you hear something? I did, but I... I don't know. It was a natural one. Wow. Jail. Oh. That's a seven, actually. Is uh, it? Yeah. I can't read. It is a seven. A natural seven? A, nat- a natural seven. I also seven. rolled a seven, though, for my... You got the wrong guy. Yeah. So we, we both rolled a seven. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do I'm it. Super it wasn't intelligent. It's, it's, it's a plain seven. Like um, You see Oma taking all the stuff out of her bag, making a huge mess across the floor of the room. Do you want help? <laughs> yeah. All right. What are you What are you looking for? Okay. So this is everything I got from the lab. I like went like this, and I oh. sweep my arm over one of the shelves, and I got a lot of components, but some of them just look weird, and I <laughs> I don't know if they'll be valuable to like anybody. But some of them are really cool. Like this one, it's so sparkly, and I shake it, and it is um, you see inside of it, it's a little canister full of 100 gold pieces worth of diamond dust. It's so sparkly and it's so oh. shiny and it's pretty and I and I bet it could be valuable to somebody. I don't know, maybe I'll ask Kayfried. What do you think? Um, y- y- yes, I think, um, yes. I think that we should ask Kayfried, but also maybe we could, we could hold on to that vial in particular. Yeah, what Cross. do you think it is? Oh, it looks, oh my, it looks like a crushed diamond. Crushed diamond? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, but I don't need diamond unless I want to buy something nice. Maybe I could buy something with it. What do you think I could <clears> buy <throat> with crushed diamond? I I could use um, uh, I could use. Yep, I could use that. Mm-hmm. Oh, to buy something? What no. would you buy with crushed diamond? I could use it to cast important spells. Oh uh, well, I mean these are components, so I guess that makes sense. Um, why well, I don't need it? Do you want it? I really, really do. <laughs> oh, okay, don't look at me like that, though. It's it's really creepy. Just oh, you can sorry. just ask, and I'll give it to you. Well, I didn't want to take something that was yours. Oh, yeah, yeah, but just you don't have to like stare so hard. It's okay. I, I, you can have it. I don't. And I hand her the. <laughs> I'm mildly annoyed, but I bite my lip. Thank you. Thank and you. then also look at this, and it's a giant, it's a big ruby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you could use that. Yeah, it's a fat ruby. Yeah. It is. Um, it is. It is quite large. One second. Let me. Let me tell you how large it is. Tell us how large it mm. is. I will tell you how large it is. Give me one second. I was how big on a is different your screen. Love it. Yeah. I was on a different screen, and now I'm gonna go back to the right screen. This is the song. Of me going to the it right is screen. The song. Um. It is worth. 999 gold pieces. Oh wow. my god. It is like that a two hand ruby. ruby. It's so pretty. I bet I could make so many potions with this. And I'm just like staring at it. Yeah. Unless, do you think I have to give it to Hayfried since I used one of his rubies? Hmm. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. <laughs> no. It would be really cool. Just to be sure, ask Seeker. He'll have a really good opinion. No. I saw Seeker take those platinum from that person he's just gonna take it from me he's not gonna take yes, it from is. you you found yes, it he is. it's mine and i can make so many potions with it and also this and it's a big it's a big jar of the same identical color but powdered 
and it is worth fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> hundred gold pieces. It is. It is. It is ruby dust worth fifteen hundred gold oh pieces. Gosh. Oh my goodness! Jeez. I could make so many potions with this. And I mean, but, wow. I mean, this stuff's really cool. But then I also have like this, and it's like a piece of cloth. And I have like this, and it's like food morsels for something. And like this, and it's like a leaf. And I don't know what this is. And then also, I have this little statue, but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like me. What What does it look like? Um, it kind of looks like a drow. Cause if it's, it would look like. Would it look like Lolanthrier? Okay, it's kind of like a drow. It kind of looks like Lolanthrier, but. It's covered in like jewels, so maybe that's cool. I don't really know what it's used for. I wouldn't know why someone would keep a statue of themselves. It's kind of mm. a little bit narcissistic and weird, but like whatever, <laughs> right? Like to each their own. It might not be um, narcissistic. Or it might have have purpose. Uh, would you be willing to let Seeker look at that one thing? I don't think it's magical. You don't? Are you sure? No, it's just a component. It's not magical. It was the component shelf. I called, pulled all the components. <laughs> well, maybe it's a component. Not that I know anything about magic, but maybe it's a component in what's keeping her captive. I think I'm just going to ask Kayfried. All right. You found it. You can make your own decisions with it. Seeker was so mean to me yesterday. I'm just going to ask Kayfried. Olma, I don't That's think... Silly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think Seeker was trying to be mean. You don't know. You weren't there. He was so mean. What did he do? He's rarely trying to be mean. He like pickpocketed this, the dead person that he killed, by the way. And Mm. then when I was like, oh, you should share. He was like, now is not the time. And then he put it all in his pocket. And like, sure, maybe it wasn't the best time for it. But also, how come somebody else can't hold it? He was just expecting I would like forget about it. And it's just like, I'm not, I might be a kid, but I'm not dumb. Seeker does not think you're dumb. If anything, he tells me how smart you are quite frequently. Nah. But I I have to agree with him. It wasn't the time to divvy up so money. So why couldn't I have held it all then? Did you find it? I was literally on her body. But did you pick it up? No, but why does that matter? Well, it was just, it was already in his hand. I kind of see the logic in that. And I think if you'd brought it up later, he would have given it to you. I don't see the logic in it. Why don't you bring it up now and see if he lets you have some of it? Okay, I will when we have breakfast. Well, fine then. You want to go downstairs? No, I'm still looking through all this stuff. Okay, well, I'm going to stay with you because I'm a little... What do you think you do with these? They've, they're like, they've got holes in them. What? What? I think what they're... I mean, I've only ever seen them when you put them in cups and you drink liquid out of them. What do you think you use them for? I have two of them, but I think they're probably just garbage. What? And I'm gonna like try to take a look at what she's holding. And they're two straws. Oh. <laughs> they're just two straws? Straws of what? Yeah. Made of- they're just two straws. <laughs> are they made of anything? Like, what are they made of? They're metal or they... They're this like little... It's like a kind of a flimsy papyrus straw. <laughs> I think they're probably hmm. just trash. You can throw them away. And leave them in the room. Why would they have been there on a component shelf if they're just trash? And also this, and I hold it up and it's like a white, small white piece of cloth. Just seems weird. It's like what Kellick uses to wrap our bandages, wrap, to wrap us up in when we're hurt. And I throw it. 
and then <laughs> I don't these little petals like what do you use these for even I don't even understand why they have all this stuff petals of why do you have diamonds right next to petals I am not good at magic things these are questions for Flynn and Seeker I'm, I'm the wrong person I'm so sorry Oma I was never a good student and you can also ask Hayfried or Xavier yeah when we see him next. Yeah, you can go. I'll look through all this stuff. I'm going to stay with you because I know someone opened that door last night and I don't feel safe leaving you alone. What do you think opened the door? I have no clue and that's exactly what scares me. When you woke up, was someone still in here? No, but I saw it shut. Like it was already well, open and I watched it close. Maybe they just opened it and closed it because they went to the wrong room. But, well, I'll ask around about that then and see if anyone was, was trying to... They interrupt something pretty important so I'm inclined to important? think what were you doing last night if you were awake you would have seen them walk in what were you doing that was so important um I'm gonna wait till we're all gathered to to, to sort of show you give a little um <laughs> demonstration I guess and see what I can do now what let's go downstairs no let's finish sorting through your things and then we'll go downstairs I'll wait and I'm gonna wait for her to finish and then we'll I'm okay. meet with everyone um alright Flynn you also um, wake up and you are like, just as if you were just placed on top of a bed, fully clothed. Um, yeah. Not like, <laughs> not tucked in or anything. Um, just like on top of all of the blankets. I think uh, not even catching that and remembering that I was brought there from by someone. I kind of wake up uh, in kind of a cold sweat a bit. I'm just kind of like, I, I open my eyes and I kind of just lay there for a moment, just kind of staring at the ceiling. Um, I just kind of take my hands and just like put them on my face and rub them up and just kind of like, kind of stretch a little bit and just like looking at the ceiling, just thinking. And then I'll eventually, after a few minutes, I'll just kind of sit up and uh, go to gather my gather my things uh, and just remember that I. Snagged a book. Um, after going through all my books, I remember that I have another book that I grabbed, and to try and, in, in, a, in a way to uh, distract myself, I will go to my souvenir bag and, and see what that book is, and if it maybe has any answers to all the questions that I have after that. Okay. Night. Um, your souvenir bag is a bag of holding, correct? Uh, I think I have a bag of holding, and then I just have a bag that I just throw knickknacks in. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. so it's just a standard bag. Mm -hmm. um, you open up your souvenir bag, and um, you pull out the book, but it seems like not a complete rearrange, but some things are definitely not in the exact same spot that you put them in. Mm. But oh. you look over, and everything still seems to be there. Hmm. Can I pick out? I, I do have the book, right? Yes, you have the book. I'll set the book on the bed and kind of just like once again go over everything and see if everything's. I'll touch a few things, pick them up, make sure they're there. Everything feels real. Everything you touch, you feel is. I mean, stuff that you've put markings on. The markings are still exactly the same. Does it seem like? Sorry, things are just in different pouches in inside the. It's it's. Um, you open it up and it's like, the book. You know that you placed it. Um, spine up uh -huh. but as you open it the spine is facing down it's little things like that where it's not in a totally different spot but um yeah some of the things are rotated in a different way that you know you didn't put them in there that way 
He's going to shake my head and ponder for a moment and just kind of like look over at the book and kind of pick it up and, and feel it and look at the cover, look at the spine. And if I need to, I'll open it to try and figure out what this book contains. Okay. Um, what information it holds. As you open it up, immediately, it is in Undercommon. That <sighs> makes sense. <laughs> um, maybe Kelly can read it. And I'll um, put my bags together and pack things up and kind of just like, almost like I'm like, after a long, hard sleep, kind of like my muscles are kind of getting like uh, tensed and I'm stretching and I, I kind of just hold my hand and uh, put my nose, just look at my hand and like I'm looking, I don't know, I'm just looking at it to see if it looks any different. I'll look at my other hand, knowing that I felt some kind of weird surge. Uh, if it was real, I don't know. I'll just look around. And if it all seems like it checks out, I'll, I'll go to grab my bags and head out, meet up with the party downstairs. All seems in order. Um, okay. Meet up with the rest of the party. Kellick, are you downstairs? Seeker, you downstairs? Uh, well, Seeker is downstairs. Yeah, I'm down, I'm, like, at this point, I'd probably be in looking for breakfast. Yeah, I would just have helped whatever Lowenther needed so I could get up and be... Uh, how does it seem that they are, that she is... Um, doing like in terms of her ability to like locomote move and, and be steady on her feet and all that. She does seem um, much better than yesterday. Yesterday it almost seemed as though she was dizzy mm-hmm. um, and sort of stagger stepped but as she's walking around this morning seems much more lucid, much more in control. Okay. We we slept off our exhaustion. Yes. And we leveled up. And you leveled up. Agents of exhaustion, not for no now. longer. No longer. For now. For now. For like two more sessions. <laughs> then yeah, I'll I'll um, walk her downstairs. Okay. Can I get a read on her like age? Like does she seem like because like Drow lived for so long? Mm. Uh, uh, how old does she seem? Going by, you probably have more experience with elven age standards so sort of going by that um, I would say you would probably clock her at maybe just over 500 okay wow just just wow 500 Mm -hmm. right so still looking cute hey Hey. okay saying drown (laughs) drown humor (laughs) drumer All right, um, you all meet each other downstairs. Olma, you are the last one to come down as you pack up all of your things Mm -hmm. and head downstairs, but you all meet um, in the central room. And as each of you come downstairs, um, you don't see any of the swords there anymore. Yeah. Mm. Oh. They're all gone. Hey, where'd all those swords go? Well. Maybe they sold them to the establishment. Oh, maybe. I think that's highly unlikely. Well, they're not part of this. What do you mean? The swords, the swords weren't just like here. I, I think that, uh, when I looked at them, they looked a lot like blue sword, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They were here. The iron light. Yeah. Did you see them? I talked to uh, a few of them. Yeah. When I slept the whole time. When was that? Everyone's done all these things. That's Lisa says that they discovered something new about themselves. You had a whole <sighs> conversation with the Iron Light. What happened? 
Well, I actually found <laughs> uh, where are the teleportation circles. You did. You found it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does no one sleep anymore? It's not on the back of it. I did turn. sleep. No, which is great because that would have been a bad uh, Yeah, right. What if it moved on us while yeah. we were sleeping? Yeah. Oh, if I didn't even. No, I just around the corner. That. Oh, um, it kept me up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, That's good to hear. Whenever we're ready to go, we can. Did they. How is. Who did you talk? Uh, as more calls. He was here. He uh, was here? Uh, he's great. Um, and it seems like everyone else is all right for now. Uh, they're on their way back to the castle. They're making their way on one of the uh, tortoises city things. That's good a name as I yeah. can come up for them. Um, uh, they're going to try and do some things differently, but I'd really like to meet up with them whenever they get back to the castle. So if we could... Um, well, why don't we go now? We could, well, there's no what? What do we no, need not to, to the castle? To well, yes, back to yeah. That's the plan. Take her. Um, and I just think maybe after we solve this problem, we can stop by in a, in a few days. I when don't want get there. What for? I just want to make sure everything's situated and set. Well, I kind of have some other things that I would like to do yeah. instead of that. I just but like know. maybe eventually we can. Maybe, if anything, we can reach out, because I know that there's still people that they don't trust inside the Collective, and maybe if there's a way that we can help or give them aid somehow, maybe not with us being there, but maybe a magic we can give them to decide who is being truthful about their intentions in the Iron Light and who wants to become a betrayer like Chath. Like, I I just want to be able to help them figure that out somehow. I don't know. sounds like a lot. I just think that we can entertain, we can think about it. Sure, but also like uh, the Iron Light is is you know they're they're restructuring and and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and maybe you should just let them restructure and and then we'll follow up with them once they figure it all out. I understand his concern. It's, he, you're a part of it. Um, yeah, he's he's a part of us, but he's part of that too. Well, yes, Desley, but I would like to go back to the Temple of Mare and help them get back on track, but I can't do that because we have to close the gates that are going to destroy the whole world. Before all that. So I just think we need to prioritize. Could I finish what I was saying? Ooh. I thought you had. I hadn't. I apologize. <laughs> so, rather than have you leave us, maybe we can delegate some of that work and figure out... Seeker, you're great at finding magical objects. Maybe we can keep an eye out for something that keeps people truthful and send it on its way. Yeah, a lovely idea. Hmm. It sounds like a great idea. And speaking of priorities... Yes? If he found the... Pointing at Flynn. If you found the portal, or the, the transportation for circle, whatever it's called. Yeah. We should go. We should oh, go. We should, but we should probably make Lolan look like not Lolan right now before right. we, right. you know, great idea. Gordon, if call. we're talking about priorities. Mm-hmm. I just want to help him oh. somehow. I, I respect that, Flynn. I, I know that we have a lot to do, you know, but this is important, you know. But whatever we can do whatever aid we can lend, and then who knows, maybe they become <laughs> sympathetic to our cause. They help us, and we help each other. We already have, in a way. And we should go, though. We, we, we are on a time limit. We should we should go, but it doesn't... He doesn't have to see her. If, if we're going to... Uh, we're going to teleport if we, right if we, inside. Right. 
Yes, it's not. There's yeah, not but they, disability. Not, all the prisoners are not close. Yeah. But they can, they can see, see the teleportation circle. We're talking about circle. a man that yeah. subsists strictly on his ability to manipulate people. Like, to we can't fair, risk it. But we don't even. Maybe he can see. They can see through illusions. So maybe we. They, I think it's better to not Why risk it. Because of his tattoos? Well, I don't where, know. They that's don't have quite any the magic. I know, but we don't know the extent of the tattoos. We don't know. He didn't see through Seekers. When, when he, he was, did not. No, no, no he, he, didn't. he did not recognize. So when I was um, working on him, the only spells that I knew that he was, his, his form was even capable of doing was the face and the, the changing face and the brand that I put on him. All right. When you were, okay, well, I, I have no recollection of any other spells. Do you on top have of that. any way to disguise yourself? Hmm. Not at my disposal. No, I would. I would need my lab. I would need components. Okay. Well, what kind of components do you need? Because I got a lot. Did you have right off that list we talked about? Um. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. And um, she hands you over a small little piece of paper. It. Uh, it almost looks like, um, like a, a little piece of paper that was torn out of possibly a book upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um. And she hands it over. Pretty, pretty small list. Okay. Does it look like stuff that would be in Hayfried's uh, domain already? And none of it looks too rare. Okay. Yeah, it looks like somewhat common stuff. Like it's not like components that you can't even read or anything like that. Sure. You kind of know what what all these things are. Alright. Does any does anyone have any? Does what? anyone? Uh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Don't want to interrupt anybody. Um. <laughs> You're not interrupting, it's fine. Go ahead. Well, do we, we don't all have to go through at the same time, do we? I was thinking that too. We, should, we could oh. send Saker ahead so we can put yeah. uh, Code on Vote to sleep. And then, oh. we come through. and then come through with Luinter. Uh, also, I think a disguise is uh, probably not a terrible is, idea. Is Hayfried even back though? I don't want to send you to, to put Code on Vote to sleep alone. I just don't like the idea of you anyone with him. living alone. Right, we can. There's enough of us. Yeah, I mean, we only really right. need one person to stay back with. Okay. That makes yeah. me feel better. You all right, Tesla? Mm-hmm. Yeah. An edge. Sure. I have. I always have an edge to me. That's. I'm. Yeah. That's how. Do you want to tell us about the thing that happened in while you were sleeping? Let's take care of the thing that uh, might cause lots of people to die first, and then we can worry well, we've about. Got two days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The earlier, the better. Yes. <laughs> I uh, yes. I, I don't like letting that cool. sit. Um. So let's go, Seeker. And then I do. I do want to. Um. Yes. I do want to talk about that a little bit. Maybe okay. the three of you, Ben, since you're so apt at moving the platforms around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Safe. It's not there. That's yeah. smart. Yes. And then I'll, and I'll make sure Lillian three makes it through on the other side. Okay. Good. Sounds um, good. I guess. How are we to know if you're successful? Can't you write to Seeker? Do you have ink for Se- Seeker? Did you give uh, public ink? But, um, it doesn't work the other way. Um, well, well, but you I mean, can. Could I borrow your? Okay, here, here, fine, fine. And I will unlatch the scroll. I was just gonna give him mine. No, I'm gonna unlatch the scroll. Oh. And the. Uh, do you have ink? I just mm-hmm. wanna. Add, I take out a vial. Just wanna add really quickly. Just really quickly. Technically. Savior has unlocked this portal yet? Right, but we've done this before. We just make sure the rune is complete. Mm-hmm. We just got to fill in the paint, mm-hmm. right? That's what we did with the last. Well, one. we have to look at it first. I don't know if that's the issue, but yes. 
Okay. Well, let's, I think we can work it out. Yeah, Oma. And I will hand you my scroll. I will, I will reach out my scroll. I squeeze my eyes. Why are you glaring at me? And I take it. <laughs> okay, so when it turns gold, that means there's a message. Open it up. Okay. It's not gold now, right? Okay. Every time I pour it Let's let's go. Let's let's go look at it. Yeah, show show us where it is, Glenn. That was really smart of you to find yeah. it. Yeah, come on. And I'll uh, I'll begin walking. All right. Uh, uh, as we're walking, I, I would like to maybe at a moment kind of saddle up next to to Kellick and maybe if can I, can I ask something really quick? Yeah. Is your hood up? Yes, my hood is going to be up this whole time. As soon as I woke up and got out of bed, hoods up. Everything's up. Covering as best I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely keeping that up for now. Um, I'll saddle up next to Kellick briefly, and in a moment, if I can catch him out of earshot of a whisper of Lowland 3. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but did she say she worked on him? Is she yes. the one that made the curse connections? Yes, Finn. She invented it. Cool. So Did that just... Do you think she did it on purpose? Or do you think she was told to do it? Like, this whole time, I don't know why, but I felt like she was someone that was in trouble and is innocent and all this. But I, now I'm just putting it back together that they're also a bad person. Uh, then these things, as I think you're becoming quite acquainted uh, with the idea of uh, aren't so black and white as good and bad people. Lolanthir was serving her country. Yeah. She thought. I mean, I don't know if you read the journal, but it details that she was assigned to do this for a noble reason. <laughs> the idea was to create more empathy because the rune was originally designed to uh, bestow the, the feelings of the people upon a leader. Take the, the public's feelings and, and allow the leader to feel them through their flesh. And then, of course, it um, became another thing, which was then weaponized by, uh, to use a, an appropriate word, monsters. So, and then Lilinthrier became sort of a prisoner of her own making, it would seem. Yeah. Seems like uh, there's a lot of monsters I did not expect for. You're telling me. Ah. Uh. Anyways, hey uh, <laughs> anyways, I uh, I found this book. Uh, I can't read it, but I'd like it back. Just let me know what it says, and I'll pull the book out of my bag. I'll just hand it off to him, and I'll. Where Where do you find this? What, what is this? In uh, In that monster's room. What? Which monster? I'll look at Lolanthor. Oh, I don't think she's a monster, for what it's worth. Okay. Let me know what it says. Do you think the person who invented your sword is a monster, Finn? Honestly, I don't know anymore. I'm just going to start doing what I feel like I want to do. And at this point, you all arrive at the door to... I, I'm just side-eyeing Flynn as I look as I, I look, look down from the book, and then I just side-eye him as he leaves. And that, yeah, okay. as that, I walk up to the front of the pack to go to the door. All right. Um, um, and I will... I'll look, does, the, does the handle still look... 
uh, gold? Because it turned gold afterwards. Is mm. it changed back? It, it has changed back. Okay, it is will, no longer gold. I will then just kind of look at my hand and like rub it and think for a moment. Pause. Yeah. I'll just put my hand on the handle and... Singes you for a moment. <sighs> pull your hand back. It turns gold. All right. And I'll open the door. Okay. You open it. You see three levers. I'll just walk up. Uh, and I'll just pull the left one. The right one. <laughs> and the middle one. All right. Um, floor opens up. Cool. Down towards the teleportation circle. Um, and as you all head down, um, this room is a little bit bigger than the normal rooms that you guys have seen the teleportation circles in. It's not as claustrophobic. Um, but minus a slight layer of dust over everything, the circle seems to be in pretty good condition. Hmm. Oh, it looks fine. So it looks okay. Um, but he said that some of them he just hadn't checked up on. So maybe it's been perfect work in order. Okay. Um, I'll uh, remind me again. I'll, I'll walk over to. There's like a panel or something. I can't remember. There's a panel. We have to like hit something or turn something on to set it on. Right? There is a, there is another lever. I'll go over to that lever and inspect it and kind of like to see. Does it look all in working order? It doesn't look like it's broken. Uh, yeah, spider webs all over it. Uh, but um, a little bit. Yeah, it looks looks like in working order. Um, all right, so. Some of us are going. Uh, Kellick, Elma, you're staying with the Lone Three, and we'll Seeker, send you. Seeker's a gonna write, uh, and I will watch attentively to see for when this turns cold. Yep. Right. Got it. Um. All right. Who's going through? Uh, I'm gonna go. Seeker. Uh, get, me. Kellick, uh, and I'll reach back to my bag and produce a uh, bar of platinum. Uh, just in case something happens and we get separated, you should. Uh, I gave one to Oma earlier, but you should take this. Uh, all right. Where did you... It's quite a bit. The jacket in the under... When we were... I'll tell you later. I look pointedly at Oma. <laughs> um, I ignore Thessaly's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I smile to myself. <laughs> Flynn, are you pulling the lever? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that Kellek and Oma are safe space away with the uh, with okay. blowing through and I'll... Mm-hmm. I'll... As he's going to pull it, I look at Oma and I'm like, Oma, did you... Katya, no, never, never, nothing, never mind. Okay, Did I go. what? Seeker, we should go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the teleportation circle um, lights up. You all are lifted and transported <sighs> into Hayfried's void. Um, that immediate shift to the left, as you can sort of feel the gravity move um, with this with this platform. Um, and uh, Thessaly, Seeker, and Flynn. You all arrive in <laughs> Hayfried's voice. Okay, right. uh, we are here. All right, so we need the platform with. Yep, yep. It's, it's always weird. Many faces gone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I will. Uh, uh, so we are on the teleportation platform. Is it still connected to? It the is main? floating around. Oh, actually, um, Lynn, yeah. can, can I can I try? Yeah, of course. Oh. It's and I'll. I'll um, I'm assuming we have the note in one of our bags, or maybe I'll just... Oh, I believe it was childhood, love, loss. We all read it. Yeah. That's your core. Passion. Yeah, that sounds yes. right. Okay. Uh, I just... Seeing you put your hand out, so I'll walk out and put my hand out. <laughs> and, um, I'll grab his hand and just adjust it a little bit. <laughs> Aim oh. it towards the platform a little bit more. Yeah, oh. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, thanks. You want to make sure you're aiming right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. You never know with magic. Yeah, I know. It's weird. All right. Uh, 
and and then I'm just gonna start with like thinking of my grandmother and my father and and remembering being in the temple as a, as a little one trying to be like them then I think about my I'm thinking about my mother she used to call me her little seeker miss her and then I see myself I'm thinking about when I ran away from my home the only place I knew and I remember the first time I was sent out to go steal something it was early morning it had just started raining I could smell it along with my my fear this what we are doing I believe in what we are doing we are doing the right thing that other me he was wrong and I will stop right and as you look up all of the platforms are all of the platforms that you need are now connected towards the center platform you did it hey what you think about wow lots of stuff Cool. We'll talk about it later. We don't have time. Um, and you look forward towards the cage with Kodumbo. Mm-hmm. You see him standing there. I like, really want to shoot him. Look no, who's man. back. Hmm. Hello. Hi. Only three of you. Did the others die? Oh, I really hope they die. Yeah, they're dead. They got boiled in acid. It was terrible. Oh, that sounds awful. You're smiling, though. I am. Mm-hmm. Very observant. I am going to walk forward. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Ooh, come on, big boy. Give you your best shot. And I'm going to reach into my bag um, to pull out my ring. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, still on. Um, what you got for me? Can't wait. Be quiet. Nah. I'm going to turn the ring um, and as the, the, the symbols and markings on it kind of start to light up red. Um, reach out my left hand that has the ring on it and say, uh, go to sleep. I'm poised. So like I can ready. do this. What level? Yeah. I'm gonna do this at third level. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Control. So you roll the number of die. I I get nine. It's D8. nine d8. Yeah. Okay. There you go. D8. I need. I D8. literally just wrote this down. Sixes. I don't have Buddy. a lot. Of Here, I got, I'm a paladin. So I've lost. So, four, five, six. Here's another one and two. You want a thing or no? Uh, you know what? Why not? I want to. This is important. Okay. Contain the die. Uh, come on, Loris. Come on, Loris. Let's do it, Loris. All right. Really uh, not the best I've done. It's okay, it's okay. 15, 17. Look, 19, we can always hold person if we can. 21. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 24. 31. 36. Maybe we should have punched him first. You look at him. Ooh, big man with his big magic. You think you can just. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he falls and slaps up <laughs> the ground asleep. Hilarious. How really? Is that? Like a high five? He's got that low hit points? He's a he's a civilian. 
He's oh, weak. he's no match. I guess what? he's not very. It's just, just a, a just dude. A little guy. Just why it's, is he so evil then? He's just, just a dude. The power of, um, I mean, you've got him here. He's got an AC of eleven and eight hit points. <laughs> he's I just got, a guy. I reach. <gasps> this I mean, is no. his weapon. I immediately Holy reach shit. into my reach into my bag and produce a piece of paper and a vial of ink and write, "Come now, he's out." Um, do you think we'll know like right away when this turns gold, or do you think it'll be like? Oh not. Yeah. It's gold. <laughs> oh, that was really fast. I thought it would take longer. Why? I don't know. Sort of a quick thing cast a spell. Yeah, but I thought like he would put up a fight or something. What does it say, um, Oma? I open it up. <laughs> <laughs> it says, "Come now." Okay. So I guess they did it. Right. I'm going to pull the lever. Um, you are on the teleportation platform as it is attached to the main platform, which is also attached to the platform with a now very unconscious yeah. code on Vo. I would hey, like... Good job. <laughs> well done. He was like annoying. As soon as I saw him fall asleep, uh, if I, he, his cage is attached to our platform. Yes, yes. If I could, I'd like to get rope or something and tie his arms, his hands, his wrists... To the bars. Okay. So we can't use his hands to grab or stab or poke or inflict wounds on himself. Okay. I'm going to try and tie them tight on each bar. He is asleep. Super easy. Awesome. Well, if he wakes up, at least maybe he won't be able to do anything too crazy. Good idea. Right. What do you need for the spell? Uh, I'll turn... I pull up the list yeah. and I'm going to like turn to where the uh, station is that, that I've seen Olma go to, I think, or mm-hmm. I've seen Hayfried go to, of just where he keeps his, his spell components and see if I can make heads or tails of which correlates with what. And okay. I'll, I'll also like crouch down to Olma and, and have her look as well. Okay. Um, as the, the... What am I looking at? The component list. The, yeah, the for, list for this, the... As the... Yeah. Um, as that section yeah. comes down and you guys um, are actually able to step onto the, the platform with all the components on it, um, Lolan Threer sort of, you can see her mentally doing a checklist as she goes through and she grabs a lot of the components that were on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, so you see Lolan Threer going around and at this point she's sort of getting a bunch of components in her arms and she's looking around. Um, um, I, I'm sorry, do you know if this... Does he have a like a glowworm? I need a glowworm. Uh, Do you think this is a glowworm? And I like dig through my bag <laughs> and I pick up a cylinder and it's got um the vial like has a glowing worm in it. <laughs> and I just like lift it up and Do you think that's what this is? I think that's exactly what that is. I mean that makes sense. Glowworm, so I I have one if you want it. Thank you very much. And she <laughs> takes it, puts it in her arms. Um and she walks over to Goodbye, the glowworm. cage with Kodam Vo. <laughs> she sets down all of her components. She walks back over to the component area. She grabs uh, a mortar and pestle. She grabs some vials. She grabs some other materials. Yeah, yeah, in a moment while she's doing this, if she seems distracted, I will once again pull Kellick aside. Okay. So we think she's good, right? She's going to actually turn it off. What reason would she have to do this otherwise? What do you think she's going to do? Give him double the amount of the same thing that kills hundreds of people? Maybe. What else? Maybe this spell is actually a way to teleport him somewhere else. So she planned for us to come into her lab and purloin her from the drow empire 
and bring her to Kodamvo to teleport him somewhere. I'm not saying that she planned any of this. I'm saying that I don't really trust her. I don't... We found her in the Drow City, where you really just destroyed people really fast. So obviously they're not good if you destroyed them. That's not... And then, that's kind of a bizarre correlation to jump to, Flynn. What I, do you mean? I cut that man down, yeah. which I, if I'm honest, regret. Um, but I did it because I was pretty convinced they were going to take us to some kind of prison. And we don't have time for that. So I made a quick judgment that this man's life was worth less than the many we stand to save by removing this brand from Kodampo. I just want to make sure that the spell that she's about to do is going to do what she says it does. How do we know that? (laughs) Well, you gotta have some faith in people that they want the redemption that they seem to crave. From If you looked at her writings, it seems she was full of regret. I'm so sorry. Would I just be able to get a few minutes I just I just I need to concentrate <laughs> absolutely thank you should we cover his head in case he wakes up hmm is is it going to wake him is it going to harm him um no I don't I don't think it will Seeker maybe just prepare to put him back under it, um point of order. It only lasts a minute. Oh! I mean, I can do it again, but... Yeah, that's why I tied his hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. So At this be. point, he has his hands tied. Mm-hmm. At this point, all of the components are laid out. Seeker, you can see him begin to wake up again. Uh, Seeker? Um, that, I don't know if this is supposed to last longer, back but... to sleep. <laughs> I still have You the think ring. you can... Ju- <laughs> <laughs> He's really cocky for someone with, like... <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. As he goes back to sleep, Alinthor continues. And the first thing that she does is she takes out a knife from behind her back. She walks up to Kodombo. She looks at him. Brandishes her knife. I look at Kellick. I wide-eyed. She kneels down. I shrug, and I, I look at Alinthor. She opens up his hand and does the tiniest little prick on his index finger. And as she does, she takes it and she drops that blood into a vial as she also holds up her own finger that has now independently been pricked mm-hmm. and drops that blood into uh, the same vial. Mm-hmm. She goes back to her components. She begins mixing them around. She begins chanting incantations into the components. Her eyes roll back. She almost, Kellick, even though you know that you know Undercommon, Mm -hmm. she almost starts speaking in these tongues, Mm -hmm. completely unknown language to you. As she starts casting this ritual, takes her a minute as Kodonvo starts to wake up once more. Kodonvo starts to wake up once uh, more. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> back to sleep. Okay. He barely even opens his eyes before he falls back asleep. As Lowenthur continues, she takes the components. She puts some on the forehead. She puts some on each of the arms. And she puts a whole handful on the brand itself. Mm. As she begins chanting, it gets louder and louder. And her voice almost recedes into her throat. As you can hear her speaking, 
but over the course of what could be several chants, mm. several sentences, her mouth continues moving, but the voice gets quieter and quieter and quieter until it is completely silent. Her mouth continues to move, but no voice comes out. As her eyes roll back, Kodonvo jolts forward, almost straining the ropes. As Lone Thru opens her eyes, she takes her knife out once more, walks up to Kodonbo, and very gently places the knife on his cheek. At this point, she is facing away from you, looking at Kodonbo. She slices the knife down his cheek, and you can just see the blood coming down. As Lolanthir stands up, turns around, and has no cut on her face. Whoa. I, I look at Flynn with kind of a, I told you so. <laughs> you just word. see me like kind of relieved, with a breath of relief. And oh my with a massive sigh of relief from Flynn, that is where we're going to end Hi. this episode. Oh, we are going to right we there. We you saved all did some it. people. We are going to call it right there. Good cost. <laughs> yeah. Never going to meet them. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Hey, nerds. It's Shane. Thanks so much for listening to Venture Forth. If you're enjoying this show, please do like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. If you're on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe button and that bell icon. That'll help us out a big, big, big amount. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can give us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can make sure you're subscribed on there to uh, continually download the episodes as soon as they come out. Uh, On Spotify, you can follow the podcast and you can also give us a five-star rating if you've listened to a certain amount. If you listen to the whole episode of this, then you definitely can. If you're on Amazon Music, I think you can listen on there too. You can can leave a review there as well. Uh, That goes a long way towards getting more people to listen to the show, which means a whole, whole lot. Uh, if you have the resources, you could also hop onto our Patreon and give us a monthly donation to get access to some cool bonus content, but also to mainly, frankly, keep this show going and growing. We are uh, on over two years now of, of putting out weekly episodes of Venture Forth. So as you can imagine, that uh, there's no small task. So having a little bit of a budget uh, goes a long way towards making sure we are able to continue to do that. Uh, I will say... We do have a lot of big, big changes coming up, so I just want to prepare all y'all for that. I cannot uh, say exactly what, but I can say they are bigger than you could probably imagine (laughs) at this moment. I certainly could not have. Uh, So uh, be uh, excited, apprehensive, however you want to feel about that. But what I can promise is that this show is going to keep on trucking. I'm trying to think of a of a word to use instead of trucking. That would be D and D themed. It will continue to drag on. You get it? <laughs> to dungeon and drag on. Anyhow, uh, thank you so much for listening. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. I know everyone else on the podcast uh, would say the same. And uh, we'll see you next week, nerds. <laughs>